Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Broadcasting live from Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. It is the world famous Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Bones Water still up here. Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, the closer, Chris Venture, fantasy task, Jim Day. Super Bowl number 53. Less than a week away, we count you down to the big game, the big showdown between the Los Angeles Rams and the New England Patriots. Coming up on the program today, we get into some of our, the next 10 of our top 100. Got players 50 through 41. We'll talk about them, break them down. 844-843-6879. Telephone lines open. Throughout the course of the program, Jim Day, uh, happy happy Monday. What's good with you? Hey guys, how you doing today? And uh, yeah, happy Monday. I'll let you I'll let you get away with that until I wake up. <laughs> uh, what was you up you late? Up? Yeah, what was you up late last night, Jim? Oh man, I, yeah, it was a long weekend, Corey. <laughs> I was uh, I was geez, I was downstairs until well, right about six o'clock this morning. Really, y'all was having a good time, huh? We were actually. We were having a great time. We were putting down some nice tracks. It worked out real well. Jim Day putting down putting tracks. Down Jim track. Day in the studio. High as gas. <laughs> <laughs> High as a muff. Ventro. Yes. How are you? How you doing? I'm good. How was your weekend? Don't ask me. How was your weekend? Don't Ventra? ask me. How was your weekend? No, Ventro, I'm asking you first. I'm asking you how was your weekend? It was good. You know, it was, how it was, was Christine, popping. How was Christina's weekend? Not as good. <laughs> That's a young girl, Ventra. That's a young, she's a young woman. She is a young woman. She's now, a young woman. A young the woman, they don't. They need to be warmed up every now and then. Here's the problem, though. Fortnite. That's the no, damn no, no, problem. No, that's the problem. That was the problem. Was the problem. Bob <laughs> is the problem. From what I'm hearing, Bob and Christina have been having some conversations. Yeah, they've been flirting a little bit. Here we go. The problem was that that it was that time. Oh, 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 you don't got to go yeah, no further exactly, than that. Okay, exactly. okay. That's okay. a problem. <laughs> just leave, just leave I it didn't want to, you know. Yeah, no, yeah, oh, so yeah, you yeah. had your period. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You nailed it. You nailed it. <laughs> Let's not just not get taken up too far. <laughs> well, you got some work to do in the next five days or so. Yeah, I got to get, get work. done. Hopefully, uh, shout out to everybody, every Goon Squad member that continues to check in. Listen, you come for the advice, you stay for the friendship. So we appreciate everybody rocking and rolling with us. Like I said, telephone lines open 844-843-6879. We'll get into our next 10 players, 50 through 41, in a few moments from now. So, I'm curious, Ventra, Mm -hmm. as to what your post-football plans are. My post-football plans? Yeah, once we get past the Super Bowl and stuff like that, like what are you going to turn your attention to besides Fortnite to help you with your post-Super Bowl, post-NFL? Like, Are you going to get deep into the draft? Baseball? Oh, you're gonna get deep. Oh, into you're baseball. talking about football in particular? No, well, you gonna... said baseball. Baseball and basketball a little bit. DFS maybe. I don't have a season long basketball team. That's a problem. I need to have season long teams in order to be fully invested, oh, and that's the problem. 
So, but I will do basketball, but mostly baseball. I'm going to be heavy into baseball because I run a league. And so I got to start getting into that. You know what I mean? Do you, you don't do a baseball show. I, I want to. I'd love to. You'd love to do a I baseball show? I'd love to, yeah. They're not going to pay you. a baseball guy. They're not going to pay you for it. Probably not. No, nah, because baseball don't drive no revenue. That's fine. You know, I'm down for whatever. So you'll do it for free. Well, I'm, I'm gonna, about to say that's the problem. I'm going to get paid by the hour. Yeah. You know, oh, okay. you know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if it's an hour show, I get paid for the hour. All right. It uh, is what it is. All right. Okay. If you're willing to you know? take it that way. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that. Hey, if you, love, if you like it, I love it, Jim. I love the game, you know, like this, yeah. the game of, of uh, talking radio on radio, YouTube, and just talking sports. Yeah, I, I, I love it. I, so. I, I, I loved it at one point. I'm loving it much less uh, recently. <laughs> <laughs> Any idea? Why? I, I, I would feel the same way if I was about to get my ass beat by Bob on Wednesday in a trivia. Wow, he, Jim, he heard Bob me. cannot beat me in trivia. There's nothing. There's nothing in life that Bob can beat me at. Well, I'll yeah. tell you right now. Bob is sitting there going over studying. every single yeah. Super Bowl, studying every single one, because the one thing he wants to do on the <laughs> planet right now is kick your ass. Now, Bob cannot, there's nothing in life besides one thing that Frank reminds me yeah. of. Bob can't beat, there's nothing in life that Bob from Vermont can beat me in. Nothing. Yeah. I can be, I would, if we can do trivia on the state of Vermont, and I would beat Bob. Yeah. Hey, quite well, honestly, remember they. They, they they do call him BDB for a reason. No, no they, they don't. He don't beat me. He's not going to beat me in that either, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Quite honestly, if Bob beats anyone on this network at sports trivia, they should probably quit, you know, talking sports. So you think if Bob uh, beats me I, on I, Wednesday? I, I, I do remember a couple of weeks ago having a some kind of trivia question game, and you guys all suck. No, I, I nailed 75% of the questions. I know that. Jim, Jim, yes, I did. Jim, answered Jim you had a hundred percent. But I, I'm, okay, I'm sorry, I'm not a freaking encyclopedia like you. But I, I mean, I'm seventy five percent is pretty damn good. Pretty damn good. If so, you say I'm gonna so, I'm going to toot my own horn over here. Toot it. Toot it. There you go. Jim, you got any post football plans? Uh yeah, I'm actually knee deep into baseball myself, and uh, been doing you know baseball drafts when I can, and you know uh, continuing to read my books and. Do uh, do my due diligence here. Studying, studying. It's a lot to study. <laughs> it is a lot. It is a lot. I remember now why I got out. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you saw what the baseball paychecks look like, and it's, yeah. that helped it's it out sad. too. It's, it's, sad. It's, 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 it's nothing to it. All right. <laughs> hey, well, you know, it just goes to show football still rules. Yeah, football. Football rules. is the king of the castle. I'm down to talk football year round. Yeah, and and that's what we're going to do here. This is the only. Uh, 365 fantasy football show that is out there, the fantasy football frenzy. And uh, we do the best job of, of, it, of it, too, also. And uh, everybody's getting ready for baseball and stuff like that. We'll focus on the draft and different things and st- yada, 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 yada. Mm-hmm. But, Jim, yesterday, uh, the New England Patriots had a little, uh, I guess you can call it an annual thing now. They were at Gillette Field. They had a, <laughs> they had a you know, a, um, a little pep rally. At the end of the pep rally, Tom Brady dropped the mic and kind of was like, well, we're still here. This notion, Jim, this idea that the Patriots have adopted this underdog role when the team ain't been an underdog and the team was an underdog in one game in the past 70 years. Yeah. <laughs> I understand people use different ways to motivate each other, Jim, but this right here is kind of, come on, what are we doing? Yeah. Well, they've, they've used everything else in the book. They got nothing left. Yeah, I guess so. This is all they can hang on, huh? Yeah, Why else can't nobody in the AFC beat the New England Patriots? Because of Belichick. The best coach in yeah, the game. it's because of Belichick. If there was no Belichick and it was just Brady, 
AFC teams would beat them. Somebody's in my ear. What'd you say? Oh, is this Alex? Alex. Yeah, no. Once in a while, an AFC team will win. <laughs> once in a while, an AFC team will Alex, win. Alex, not, strong in, AFC not team. in the playoffs, Alex. <laughs> Wait, Steelers never beat the Patriots in the playoffs? No. Wow. They can't. That's sad. Nobody in the AFC can beat them, no? That's crazy. But it's funny yeah. how everybody in the NFC can beat them. Well, the Giants. Is the NFC play. a better conference than the AFC? No. Top to bottom? No. I don't think so. I think it is, clearly. Right now, you're saying? Or? Yeah, the NFC is a better football conference than the AFC is. There was one point where the AFC was better recently, like five well, years ago. It goes ago. back and forth. Yeah, it, it goes back does. and forth. You know, when, when you had Peyton on Indianapolis and Brady on, on the Patriots, AFC was a stronger conference. They had the two most dominant teams, you know. But the team winning the Super Bowl was still an NFC team. Yeah, that, that'll happen every once in a while. It's one game. Listen, the Super Bowl isn't that great of a game to me. Super Bowl is almost like a, 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 an event. Okay. Like a party. Yeah, but we've had some really great Super Bowls. We had great Super Bowls. But to me, the championship (laughs) games are more interesting because it's like these are teams that know each other well. You know, they're fighting for the the conference championship. Once you get to the Super Bowl, these AFC teams and NFC teams barely see each other, if ever. Jim, the fact that they don't. That just just makes the coaching more important. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's always going to be a great game to watch. It's interesting, but the competitive of the championship games to me is better. And the fact that they play in a league with the Jets, the Dolphins, and the Bills, they don't get tested to the regular season. That's a bad division, yeah. They don't have to play in the first weekend of the playoffs, mainly because of their competition in the AFC East, uh, Jim. Well, I can't say anything to that. I mean, that AFC East, as much as we always beat up on the NFC East outside of the NFC East had two teams in the Final Four in the NFC. I understand that. I said we always beat on them. I didn't say we just concentrated on them. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, but the fact of the matter is, yeah, the AFC East outside the Patriots has been very slack for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> long time. Now, week. yesterday was the Pro Bowl. <laughs> I haven't watched the Pro Bowl in over 20 years, easily. I couldn't tell you. So I woke up. Well, first of all, I woke up. I had a rough Sunday yesterday. Why? I kind of got started a little bit too early. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I heard this. Yeah, so I, I got started at like 5 o'clock in the morning. I fell asleep early. Else, this is real. It's I, that's I, real. Early. I, 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 I was worrying about myself <laughs> when I was when I was that hammered at noon. I was like, I need to start reading my Bible more. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do a personal inventory. Yeah, so personal I was smashed at like noon. Right, I fall asleep. I wake up at seven twenty-five. My first thought was, Oh my god. I got to get ready for work. <laughs> I went in the bathroom. I turned the water on, turned the shower on, whatever the case may be. I'm like, all right, I got to make sure I get down. The show started at 9 o'clock. Yeah. So I was like, let me go check the weather. And I was like, man, it's dark out here. Yeah. <laughs> and you realize it's 725 night. at night. <laughs> you did not sleep from noon till 725 the next morning. to 725. I know. I know, but son, you when I saw you 725, yeah. I was like at 725 in the morning. And it could be dark. You know, it, it gets it, dark. Exactly. Yeah. So it finally hit me. So I got up. I got on social media and was reading some stuff. A lot of people complaining about the play in the Pro Bowl. Oh, yeah. Don't you people understand that the Pro Bowl is nothing but an exhibition? Yeah. And oh, the, but it, it, it was even worse than that. I turned it on for three minutes. It's too in touch. And the first thing I saw was Barkley and Zeke Elliott playing defense. What's wrong with that, Jim, in an exhibition? What's wrong with that is... 
you know, you got the best players, supposedly the best players in the league on the field. Why don't you go out there and try and show who the best players are? That's what the what whole if thing they is supposed get to be hurt? about. What if they get hurt playing defense? Jim, they're going half speed. I don't That's not even. thing I don't like. If you're not going to yeah. play the game, then don't play the freaking game. Give me a skills contest. Exactly. That's what you need, a skills competition. That's the only way to salvage the Pro Bowl day. You know what I mean? Just make it a skills competition. Yeah, like th- but how they used to do when they used to throw it into the, the targets. The yeah. Well, they did that Thursday like that. night. They had a skills competition Thursday night, which don't even get me started because I think even that was rigged. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, instead of doing it Thursday night, just have that in place of a freaking game. Right. Because the game is a joke at this point. Nobody likes it. And, Nobody cares and, you know, about it. I, I turned it on for two minutes because they were supposed to be trying some new technology. And in the few minutes I saw, I didn't see any of it. And I just said, you know what? Same old BS and turned it off. Honestly, I don't see what, no, what, what, were, what were people thinking. What's, I don't see what the beef with the Pro Bowl is. You don't expect these play- NFL, first of all, the NFL is not the right sport for an exhibition, number one. Number two, you think these dudes are going to go out there full speed? Yeah. No. Oh, they used to. They used to. Did they? When they had pride, they used to. Heck, uh, yeah. Pro well, now, no, Jim, that's not game. fair to so they, they don't not, have not pride. They're trying hitting, to, they're trying they to well. make money. They're trying to have a career, though. Yeah, Jim. Jim that's when you talk about pride. That's not, that's not right, Jim. They didn't get paid like they did back then. They, they get paid a lot more today compared, right? But Look, actually, don't I don't know what the game, game check don't is. Don't go to the Pro Bowl. You can go down to the Pro Bowl, chill with the homies. Yeah. It might be a couple thoughts down Orlando. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Stuff Pick like up that. A, yeah, a few thoughts. Yeah, exactly. Go and have a good time. Enjoy the start of your offseason. But yeah, it's, if I played in the game, it would be two-hand touch. I'd be like, well, that's what they should do. They should do flag football, flag football. or two-hand exactly. touch. It would be so much more interesting because you know it's not pads and all that. You could see their faces. They don't have to wear all that equipment. Yeah. And they could just play flag football and have thumbs fun. Up, thumbs up in the chat if you would watch a two-hand, uh, two, uh, watch a Pro Bowl that featured two-hand touch. I see my man Keith uh, brings yeah, up Sean that. Taylor. Yeah, he killed somebody. Sean, <laughs> Taylor, made, Sean Taylor made the punter flip. Oh my God! That but was, that's kind of that what Sean, Sean Taylor was—a headhunter. Yeah. He was looking for somebody. He was if looking I was the punter, you. I would punt the ball, go to the sidelines. Yeah, that's it. You're not gonna hit I me. Once, no, no. I once did that when we used to play, uh, you know, flag football in the gym at the boys' club when I was a kid, maybe 10, 11 years old. And uh, on a kickoff one time, a guy came running at me, and I went to block him, and I literally put my shoulder down and threw him over the top of my back he landed flat on his back boy i got yelled at because yeah, cool, you're a bully jim and, yeah. I don't, and i don't and i don't think that 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 you should be proud of being a bully hey i wasn't <laughs> being a bully i was blocking that boy didn't get up to make the the tackle jim it was an exhibition jim yeah. flag football no, you know it wasn't it was a game Corey. we were playing a game i was out to win so you tackled somebody is what you're saying you i said, didn't tackle oh. him i went to block him and i got low enough that i caught him just above the knees and Basically, just drove my shoulder right through him and threw him over my back. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, that's a block. Yeah, yeah. When I was, was a in block. college. We used to play. We used to play tackle football in like the field in front of my house. No equipment. No equipment. Yeah. Well, we used to go hard, son. Yeah. We used to go hard. Yeah. We used to go hard True. out that joint. We play every day, son. And it was very intense flag football. Not well, not flag, tackle. but tackle football games. I used to do the same. I was going to fight my man Jay Money one time. Yeah. I told Jay Money, Jay it Money, I'll heated. whip your fat ass, Jay Money. <laughs> <laughs> lineman? Yeah, Jay Money was a lineman. Jay Money was kind of a bully. And I never was like the biggest cat. 
Right. And you know what I'm saying? I was, you know. You were the athletic cat. Not really that either. <laughs> <laughs> I was the brains behind operations. Yeah. I would draw up the plays in the sand. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> I'd be like, you come over here. Cross over here, five yard out, you, bam, just like that. <laughs> Jay all, took, all his guys running into each other. Where are we going? <laughs> Boom. But Jay Money, Jay Money took a cheap shot at, at at your boy. You know what I'm saying? So I was I threatened Jay Money to whip his fat ass, mm-hmm. taking a cheap shot at me. Me and Jay Money ain't talked for like two weeks. Really? Yeah, we. Two it does weeks. get heated like that. Yeah, it does. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You ever fight? Want to fight one of your boys in a game of football? Oh yeah, absolutely. I, we always fought though. We were stupid, yeah. but. Like, and you end up on the bottom of piles sometimes, yeah. pile-ups. One time I thought I, I, I was done. I was like, oh, this is the end of my life. <laughs> you told you were dead. At the end of a, in a pickup football game. Look this at that, how I'm going to go. That's when, is that when your libido died? <laughs> Maybe. I was under the pile. I couldn't breathe anymore. I was like, I can't. I'm dead. I'm, I'm like, or was that when it came to life? <laughs> <laughs> Rejuvenate. I was mad young at that point. Yeah. Ooh, like, all these men on top of me. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing venture. <laughs> When we come back yeah. on the other side, we'll yeah. start to break down some of the, uh, well, we'll start to get into the next 10 of our top 100 players, 50 through 49, break it down, discuss these players. Telephone lines open, 844-843-6879, the world famous fantasy football friends. <laughs> DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-215-1727. 800-215-1727. That's 800-215-1727. Weekend Fantasy Update. I mean, once again, you are playing the guessing game with Bill Belichick. He does hate fantasy football. He hates hates everybody, pretty much. Yes, he does. Guessing what he's going to do is dangerous. It is, but hey, it works. You know, not like you complain about it. Yeah, you know, and you know about it going in. That's the thing. You know about it going in. So at least yeah. I know, hey, if it doesn't work exactly. out, hey, those night guys, you can't be shocked about it. This is what Bill does. Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Eastern, on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Hey, I'm going, going back, back to Cali. Cali. Yeah. I'm going, going back, back to Cali. Kelly. Mm-hmm. I'm going, going back, back to Cali. 
That's the note. That's the most notorious Big Papa B I G. Yeah. Back to Cali. You already know. <laughs> Telephone lines open 844-843-6879. Big Papa Dang. was always best when he was freestyling. He yeah, was he was a, a great freestyler. Free yeah. Hell of a freestyler. You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace oh, to the GOAT. Okay. The GOAT. Before we get into all this crazy stuff, there's something. Andrew Siciliano from the NFL Network put this out, and I, yeah, I just had to share it with you guys. When Tom Brady led the Patriots to win over the Rams in Super Bowl 36, the following did not exist. The Red, Cho- Red Zone Channel on DirecTV, the NFL Network, iPhone, YouTube, American Idol, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and the Houston Texans. Wow. Wait, what is oh, this? That's crazy. Those are all the things that didn't exist the last time the Patriots played the Rams in the Super Bowl. Oh, 1999. Oh, and Jared Goff was eight years old. <laughs> yeah, was, that was 2000. Nine, n- 99 season, I think. Oh, uh, uh, 99. Was that, the, was that the 99 season? 99 was Tennessee and the Rams, right? Oh, one. And, that, oh, and I saved the best for last. Listen to this. If you like to wager on sports or never have and would like to try, head on over to BetDSI. They have wagering options for almost any sport you can think of, including sides, totals, and player props, where you can utilize your daily fantasy skills without salary cap constraints. You can even wager on esports, politics, and reality TV. Or get an edge with live betting at BetDSI, where you can wager virtually any time during a contest, capitalizing on in-game circumstances. There are so many ways to make money. Just ask Corey. Use the promo code FNTSY101 when signing up and get a 100% bonus deposit match. So head on over and open your account at BetDSI. That's promo code FNTSY101 to get your 100% bonus deposit match. Mm, nice. Thank you very much, Jim. Shout out to people like the good folks over at BetDSI. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was uh, 2000 was the Rams-Titans. Yeah, that was a great one. That was a great one. That, that was a one yard, one inch, I yep. think he missed by. I remember me and James' mother, we watched that joint at this bar in the Port Authority. It was all you can drink joint. I legit told a bartender, this is when I was still drinking liquor. I legit told a bartender, just sit the bottle of Hennessy right here. We downed that joint too. <laughs> me and her downed that Crushed joint that it. night. And guess what we did when we got back home? Made, Matt- a, ba- made a baby. <laughs> wow. Yeah. On that Super Bowl? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. That's pretty dope. I like that. It is what it is. (laughs) You date one of your children. That's a great day. Now the thing about it is so crazy is now now you know what's how wild this is. So my son that was conceived during that Super Bowl Mm -hmm. is getting ready to go to damn college, (laughs) and Tom Brady and the Patriots still Still win the AFC. That's why you have to. My son doesn't know nobody else to win the AFC besides the damn Patriots. I know it's crazy. That's why you got to say they're the greatest dynasty ever. I don't think there's any comparison here. In sports. Not in football. In sports. Chicago Bulls. Yeah, but basketball's a little easier. And the, second of all, was it as really as long as the Patriots have been going? Right. Like, like this is a long-running dynasty. They haven't won as many in a row as the Bulls or, any, or the Celtics like back in the day. But basketball, you could win four in a row. You can't. It's very difficult to win four in a row in football. It's difficult to win two in a row in football. You know what I mean? Yeah, especially when you face the Giants a couple times. Yeah. And you lose to them <laughs> both times. <laughs> it's true. You know what I'm saying? The NFC East is owned. Gee, you know. man. Well, two of them have. The other two haven't. Hold on one second. Who's the other two? 
Dallas and Washington. Yeah, the Eagles did. All right. Dallas didn't have a chance to. Well, they haven't. Yeah, to we the know because they can't get time. past the first round. <laughs> How about them Cowboys sucking? How about them Cowboys, Jim? Sucking. How about them Cowboys? I'm hating on my next Cowboys. Year. It's always next year. It's always next year with yeah. the Cowboys. <laughs> do we have to do this? The top fancy players? We have to do this. Uh, I think we do. I promised Scott that we would do it. Yeah. I heard a promo of what Scott was talking about me on, on the Roto Experts <laughs> in the morning. The show came on 8 o'clock Sunday morning, though. So? Yeah, nobody heard, nobody watched nobody it. heard him yeah, talking man. about me. Oh, he's on radio, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you remember him. Yes. <laughs> king, Scott Angle. Is that your king? Is that your king? <laughs> Jim, you seen any good movies lately? I want to do everything besides uh, I, I, actually, <laughs> I thought we were doing I it the last segment anyway. I, I haven't been watching much TV or anything for a while now. No, Jim? Because you're, you're heavily into the studies? Well, that and the music. And the music, music, yeah. music yeah. Yeah. That's your break yeah. from sports is music. Right. Music is my love. Sports is my secondary love. Wow. <laughs> rocking out. That's how Jim Day rock out down there in the basement. Completely naked, rocking out. That's Jim, you don't wear no clothes when you play the instrument. Jim, you got to be careful. If you, if you he knows it's true. If you playing a drum with no clothes on, you can start banging on your ball sack, Jim. You don't want no... <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, he don't even feel it. Right? <laughs> yeah, he hardcore. He's like us. Ball sack made of steel. <laughs> I, I have a, I have an additional foot pedal for those. Ah, they are wonderful. <laughs> Damn, that's gotta hurt. <laughs> oh boy, let me get to the important stuff. Corey, so, you uh, you you talking to Andy Ballsack? Oh, son, Andy, Andy Ballsack. Ball Remember Andy Ballsack? Scott was Scott was in the league with some that? dude with Andy name Andy Ballsack. He was like, "Oh, this is a big time league. It's me and it's Andy Ballsack." And I'm like, "Who the hell is Andy Ballsack?" He was serious about this league. He got so mad. He got so mad. His name's not Andy. His name is not Ballsack. His name is Andy Bearback. Name might as well be Andy Ballsack. Scott is the only person you can beat. Nah, shout out to the king. He did take down the GST in back-to-back years. That's funny. Yeah, that's shout a out big, to the king. We're going to be hearing about it for years. Oh, We're yeah. going to hear about that forever, forever. You know what I'm saying? It's a big accomplishment, though. It is. It is. In back-to-back years, I can't, I can't, I can't, can't knock that, yeah. on, on that one right there. Starting his own dynasty. Oh, oh look at this. We got people king on dynasty. hold. Well, let's go talk to the people on the phone. Let's do and it. And then we'll get to the... <laughs> Later. And we'll Later. get to it. Sorry, Jim. I know I got that email from you earlier, Jim, but I just, you know, it, whatever. Hey, Corey, I just follow along. Corey. Thank you, Jim. I appreciate You're the your one support. who's going to get yelled at. Yeah, you're 100% correct. <laughs> 844-843-6879. Let's start out with Bob in Vermont. Bob, what up? Corey, I was, I always think you got one caller, which is me. So I, um, I got I got three people. I got I got I got a, I got a, a matter of fact I got four phone lines right now, Bob. So please hurry. Oh really? <laughs> four, four, oh, oh, okay. I'm sorry. I thought you were only one person. No, nah, I'm very okay, popular. So people Corey, want to talk to me, Bob. How, uh, speed it up. Chris asked me a question in the chat room, and I just answered it. So you replied. So what, Bob? No one. What cares? Who cares? Chris asked me a question, so I answered him. Hey Bob, Bob, I got one question for you, Bob. Why are you wasting yeah. time calling here? You should be back home studying for the Super Bowl. Oh, I know all my trivia about Super Bowls. I, I, I have it in my head. All right, Bob. So oh. Let me ask you a question, Bob. Trap. Where, where is the coldest Super, the coldest Super Bowl on record? 
It was in Minnesota. Right, Jim? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> it was in Minnesota, right, Jim? When, when the hell did they play the Super Bowl in Minnesota, <laughs> yeah. Bob? It was in Minnesota, right? It was not Jim Minnesota. Yes, Steelers against the Dallas Cowboys. That was not the coldest Super Bowl. That Super Bowl damn sure wasn't in Minnesota. That Super Bowl was probably in Miami. Yeah, that Super Bowl was not. Is this an indoor stadium then? Well, Bob, I'm asking you that. You're the one with the big brain. Well, Gabe's going to answer the questions like you. It's not your question. The coldest Super Bowl on record took place. It was played in Detroit. No, it was not in Detroit. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. There. It was an outdoor stadium, Jim. Yeah, Detroit's indoors. What? It was an outdoor stadium. That's the coldest the city has ever been. Atlanta was oh, cold okay. back the year when that when they, when when they killed Ray Lewis when Ray I mean excuse me not killed Ray Lewis when Ray Lewis oh you're killed, talking about the an outdoor game well, then, I'm talking about an outdoor game well that, then you're talking about New New Orleans very good there you go Jim Day in New Orleans in 1972 the game kickoff was 39 degrees for the football Chiefs, game Chiefs Vikings uh it was the oh, Dallas no. Cowboys and the Miami, Miami Dolphins, Dolphins yeah. all right holla at you Bob eight four four eight four three sixty eight seventy nine Bob, we've already talked to you once today. 844-843-6879. Let me get my man Lamar the Prince in the District of Columbia. Lamar, how about them Cowboys? Suck. Hey, good afternoon, Corey. Hey, how about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? How can I help you, Lamar? Redskins ain't giving me nothing to cheer about. You're right. They ain't never going to give you nothing to cheer about. Hey, uh, so I'm sorry to uh, to disrupt your show like that. Hello, Jim. By the way, just want to say hey. Hey, uh, Lamar. I I wanted to uh, borrow Chris Venture for a minute. Oh, hi. So, yes. Uh, hey, so uh, Chris, um, I know you're a part of the, the 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 frenzy team, and I've been listening to you for quite a while. So I started listening. I want to say in August, I just ran across you guys and. What you guys did for my bankroll this fantasy season has been uh, extraordinary, honestly. Nice. You know what I'm saying? Thank you, Jim Day. Thank you, uh, the, the fantasy executive. And a uh, big shout-out yeah. to Dane, too. Um, so, speech. Venture, you got a lot to live up to. I'm about to do this fantasy baseball thing. Mm-hmm. So you got to let me know what's up. Am I supposed to be following you? What's up? You be missing a lot of days of work. I'm about to put my money on you. Tell me what's good, man. Oh, all right. Well, listen, I want to do a football show, a baseball show. Uh, that's not in the works yet. But I will be posting rankings. I will be posting articles eventually. Uh, we still got like a good two and a half, what, two months, two and a half months before baseball starts. Where are you going to be posting these rankings and articles yeah. at? Roto Experts. You sure? Yeah. All right. Roto Experts. The king. I have to talk to the king. Um, but yeah, you, it, you, you, you probably need to talk. Yeah, you probably should talk to the king. Yeah, I, I spoke to the king recently. I'm pretty sure Roto Experts not doing any baseball. Roto Experts not doing baseball. They're not doing any baseball whatsoever? No. NFL, See, NFL 365. NFL 365 is the new Roto Experts. Roto Experts relaunches all football. All right, so I'm going to have to do it on my own. My own <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Chris, I got a perfect thing for you, man. You should What's join up? up with Bob and, and do the Bob and Chris baseball show. Absolutely not. Um, no, not doing that. I will love to do baseball with somebody. Maybe you, Jim Day. I mean, you're getting into it now, too. So maybe we could talk baseball. But I will definitely be posting stuff. I will definitely be putting up rankings. I'll be putting up on my Twitter, Instagram, um, Facebook, whatever So what we'll do, Lamar, is every day, 
starting Monday after the Super Bowl, we will give Ventra a spotlight to give us two minutes of must-know knowledge for the upcoming baseball draft. You cool with that? I could start and simple, too. And that's why you're my man. And that's why you're my man. That's my man. That's why you're the people's champ, and that's why you're the mayor of People's Harlem. champ, Y'all baby. Y'all be blessed. Have a great day. <laughs> you there too, you brother. My man, Lamar the Prince. I am here to represent the people. 844-843-6879. Let me get the homie PJ in Columbia. PJ, what's cracking? What's going on, fellas? Y'all, I'm double-dipping today. Had to it's, call my boy. It's all good. You can double-dip because you make good phone calls. Bob, on the other hand, it's the same stuff over and over. How can we help you, PJ? <laughs> Yeah, I was talking about the Patriots, the Patriots, um, you know, dynasty over these years. I got a challenge for y'all. Can y'all create a team, an all-star team of AFC East, AFC East teams only this year that could have beat this Patriots team? I'm talking about all other teams besides the Patriots. So those other three teams in AFC East, do you think that you could compile a team of all-stars of those other three teams that could beat this Patriots team. Who would the quarterback be? What other three? What is he talking about? The Bills, no, he's the saying, Jets, take, take, and the Dolphins. Oh, no. You take their best players, can you put together a team to beat the Patriots? And, son, you can't. You probably can't. You so can't. Who's the quarterback? Josh Allen. Man, that's not a good start. <laughs> that's the start you get. That's the start Josh you get. Allen, uh, Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake, uh, you get a little bit. Robbie Anderson and Bob Forster? Devontae Parker, wide receiver three. Oh, my God, Devontae Parker. <laughs> this is Can why he, he, this why he can play Jones. only 50 years old because there's nobody else in the division. Yeah, you it's can't leave bad. out Zay Jones. Z- yeah, Zay no. Jones, wonderful. Who's the tight end? Chris Herndon, I guess. <laughs> Son, PJ, you make an excellent point. The division don't even got an all-star team that can fit. Who would coach the team? Adam Gase. He's coached, <laughs> he's coached two of he's coaching two of them anyway. You know, he's coached Miami, now he's gonna coach the Jets. Oh, Adam Gase really scares Bill Belichick. You <laughs> don't even got nobody to coach a damn team, hey, hey, PJ. Adam Gase kinda scares everybody with those eyes. <laughs> that's true too. Yeah. That's a good point, PJ. You you're hundred percent correct in that one. You cannot put a team together, an all star team of AFC Easters, to the Patriots would smoke the point spread Patriots would be minus thirteen and a half. Wow. Yeah. I mean, listen, I think this division is like, like has to be embarrassed. That's why point. the man can play when he's 45 years old because there's no, there's no competition. I know. Crazy. Eight four five. That's why they, that's why they should move some of these teams around and make the, uh, the whole conference more competitive. I, I agree with you on that. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Let me get my man Wes in California. Wes, what up? What's up? Morning. Yo, yo, what up with you, Wes? Oh, good morning in the West Coast. What up with you, Wes? <laughs> My side won't ride. <laughs> hey, guys. Um, what's the name? So uh, I'm playing this daily fantasy uh, for uh, Yahoo, and um, I had 40 entries in there for $40. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, two, I'm winning $240 right now. Nice. And uh, I, I got, like, anywhere from four to six players left to play in my uh, – after the Super Bowl. So I played a few player, players from the – the Pro Bowl, and they did pretty well, especially nice. with the uh, AFC, AFC defense. I was just thinking, how do you think, you know, uh, I did the core stacks with the Tom Brady, so- Sony Michelle, Julian Edelman, and I uh, used either C.J. Anderson or Todd Gurley as running backs. I have that in a lot of my combinations on the rest of the lineups, which 
um, anywhere from four to six thousand people in the <clears throat> in the tournament. You know, I'm in like, you know, anywhere from ninth place to to sixteenth place, the twentieth place, and 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 variety of those leagues. Nice. So I still have like I said four to six players to play. How do you think those players will play a uh, pair in uh, for the Super Bowl as far as points scored? Mm. All right. Now here's the thing. I don't know the scoring system over there on, on Yahoo Fantasy, but mm-hmm. what we can do is we'll we'll get into it at some point uh, later on in the season. How many open spots do you have left? Like, what positions can you roster? Oh no, I'm just saying. I'm, it's already rostered. I don't think I can make any changes, and I wouldn't make any changes. But I have a, uh, you know, I have the quarterback. I got team stacks on both sides of the Rams and the uh, and the Patriots. Mm-hmm. So I'm using like, uh, you know, as mentioned, like. Uh, Tom Brady, Sonny Michelle, Julian Edelman, and, uh, you know, those kind of stacks. And those players are left. So I, I'm i already, like, pretty much in the cash. I mean, I just need these players to score touchdowns and, you know, uh, you know that kind of stuff in order to play uh, for, a few, uh, for a few grand. I would, say, I, I would say close to a couple grand. I have the potential to win out of the, the rest of these lineups. Mm. Well, no so doubt. I'm de- we definitely pulling for you, everybody over here, fellow Goon Squad member. We definitely want to see you get that done. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a lot of us working pretty good right now. So, shout out to you and our uh, best wishes and uh, anything else you got. If you got, at least you can't change the lineup anyway. But we're always available 844 843 6879. Money. Welcome to New York City. Fancy football frenzy. Be right. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only place to go for 24-7 fantasy sports advice. Once you download the FNTSY Sports Radio app, you'll get the most accurate experts and most entertaining programming in the fantasy sports world. Listen to great shows like Fantasy Football Frenzy. There you go right there, Goon Squad. Game time decisions. Good teams win, great teams cover. Fantasy freestyle. You know what it is. And plenty more. Download the FNTSY Sports Radio app on your iPhone and Android devices now and take the best fantasy sports talk wherever life leads you. Fantasy sports today. Well, I think a lot of people suggest that this the Patriots are getting an easy path every year because they're in the AFC East. And I actually do agree with that to a small extent. But the reality is when you break down the numbers, the Pats' record outside of the AFC East is just as dominant as it is inside the conference. Saturdays, 8 a.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. The morning after. Coach killer LeBron. So LeBron goes he's to LA. Not, now he's a coach killer? How many coaches? Ask Tyrone Lue if he's a coach killer. Oh, yeah, so ask Dave Blatt if he's a coach uh, killer. That's Dave Blatt's fault. Ask Sauce Bolster if he's a coach LeBron killer. LeBron is so gutless. Oh, actually, my God. LeBron, now LeBron actually said gutless. after when Coach Blatt got fired, oh, I had no idea they were going to fire him. He probably didn't. Oh, yeah, I know. You're right, Corey. The Cleveland Cavaliers <laughs> don't tell LeBron. Just now, too. Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers. Fancy football frenzy FNTSY radio. Jim, you got a word for us? I do. 
I do, I do, I do. The DailyRoto.com partnership with Data Golf is back for 2019 with all new premium fantasy golf and betting tools. Check out the all new lineup optimizer with custom settings and advanced grouping, customizable projections for FanDuel and DraftKings, ownership projections, PGA finish probabilities and simulator, outright and top 20 market betting tools, head to head and three ball betting tools, PGA pro tips, subscriber chat, and more. Go to DailyRoto.com, click on Go Premium, choose Golf, and enter code GOLF19 for a 10% discount. That's DailyRoto.com, click on Go Premium, click on Golf, and enter promo code GOLF19 for a 10% discount. A4, you heard it here first. 844-843-6879. Let me get my man Kyle in Pennsylvania. Kyle, what up? Hey, how you guys doing today? I'm doing well, Kyle. Thanks for, tra- thanks for chilling with us. Hey, I got a, I got one quick question for you. Um, I started looking through these player prop bets um, on the website I bet through, and I see an over-under on James White's rushing yards at 15 and a half, one five and a half. That really? seems crazy low to me. What's yeah. the juice on that? I, you know, here's, here's, here's the thing that's interesting about this is, I don't. He didn't see any carries at all in that Chargers game, but he went 15 for 17 catching the ball. Mm-hmm. So I, obviously, I'm thinking that that was more where the game plan was going. But this, he got he got carries in the Chiefs game. I think he, I, I don't know. He might have rushed for 30 or so. But I'm I'm the the over under on 15 yards just seems crazy. I I want that over. What do you guys think? Yeah, be careful with that. 15 yards, huh? You get that? Your microphone on, son? Yeah, you hear me? Okay, yeah, I got you now. Mm. Uh, be careful with that, Kyle, because I'm looking at an over-under right now for Jimmy White carries at four. They don't think he's going to get more yeah. than four attempts at running the football. Jimmy White's longest run is five and a half. Do a, let me see, uh, receiving yards. I don't even see rushing yards for Jim White. Are you rush in- attempts or rushing yards. Rushing yards, I don't have Jimmy White at all rushing yards. On, yep. on FanDuel, you looking? Nope. I don't have Jimmy White rushing yards. Where you got Jimmy White rushing yards at? I'm going to have to look on my bookie. I don't see it on I, FanDuel. I, they don't have rushing yards for Jimmy I White at all. I use my bookie. Yeah, I all use right. my bookie. I'll look on my bookie then. But then so you're going to see the same 15. Mm-hmm. Jim, he really don't run the football that much. What I would do, Kyle, look for the prop. You want to play over on, on Jimmy White? Play the over on rushing and receiving yeah, yards. Total yards. Yeah. Total yards. Rushing and receiving. That one is sitting. I'm looking at 65.5. Yeah. I would hammer that. Okay. Yes. Okay. Because because I I definitely had confidence in his ability to catch the ball, and I thought he would have a decent game. I I don't know if he would have another game like that, like that Super Bowl MVP rant run he had, but I definitely thought he'd have a decent game uh, against the Rams that they would just lean on him, having having been there in the past and a guy with an experience in a on a on a stage like this. I would, mm-hmm. I, th- I definitely had more confidence in his receiving, but that rushing total, like in and of itself, that it just seemed low to me. And I, I knew even if, because like I don't, I don't know where I got this number from, but I could have swore that the Rams defense allowed somewhere near five a carry. Am I wrong? Well, of course, no. They they have yes. Mm-hmm. That that's a decent number. Yes. Okay. So they, so, they, I mean, right. I, even if he gets. Four touches, like four or five carries. Like I think he'd be close to that. I feel like that. that he has to get those. I, yeah. I Listen, they, son, they're not, they, they just didn't set it there for you to go out there and hammer it. Trust me, they set it there for it to look appealing to you, and then for you to lose it. My opinion is the rushing and the receiving yards. What do you think, Jim? 
I, I like the rushing receiving too, but it, it's going to be close. James White is always the the one guy that that's really hard to to figure out what's going to happen with him. Uh, you know, we, we've seen him be so up and down. You know, especially since Sony Michelle got back, and he he scares me a little bit because there there are games they use him as total decoy, and other games where they rely on him so damn heavily that you'd love to get a piece of him. You just never know which is going to be which, and you know you're going to see wrinkles in this game coming out of that side. You know, there's a lot of player props this week, and you know you really if that's the one you really like, then go for it. We're not going to tell you no well, because, like you say, the number's so low it it seems appealing. But like Corey says, they want it to be appealing. Quick, yeah, no. The thing is, I think is that in the past, New England, you never know what you're going to get from their running backs. You don't know who's going to get all the rushes, who's going to get all the touches, who's going to get the receiving game. This is the first time, really, the whole season, New England has had the same formula. Michelle gets the ground. White gets the passing. It's been very clear, and I think that's why you're seeing 15 and a half and four plus catches because he's probably not going to get much on the ground uh, on the ground at all. Four plus rushes, I meant. So Michelle's going to get everything on the ground, and you might hit that prop bet, but it's going to be close. That's why it is 15 and a half. He's not going to get more than a couple rushes. There you go right there. Top players number 50 through 41. Let's go ahead and run through them right now. Jim, I'll start with you. Player number 50. I like this one right here, too. Damian Williams. Yeah. Damian Williams is a player that I'm going to be targeting in 2019 drafts. You like him. Well, you guys know how I feel about Damian Williams. I've been on him since day one. You know, once he got a shot, I really liked what I saw from him, and I agree with it. <laughs> He's going to be a second-round pick next year. Um, wow. I had him lower on the list, though, because while he did do great in the fantasy playoffs, that's all he did. He didn't do anything before that. Those four weeks, he was great. Probably won some guys' championships, but there's still there were guys that did more across the entire season that were lower than this. So I had him lower on my list. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he should be fifty. There were I, there were other running backs that we've already talked about that deserve to be higher than him because he. Yeah, he's all playoffs, and I get it. No expectations came out of left field because Kareem Hunt situation, but. Uh, obviously, those playoff games were big. Next player, player number 49, Ventra, is Drew Brees. 3,900 passing yards, 35 touchdowns. Uh, he also ran for four touchdowns, 22 picks. Drew Brees. No, not 22 picks. 22 five. rushing yards, yeah. five interceptions. Drew Brees, five picks. good year, but didn't eclipse that 4,000 yards, and I think he got hurt somewhere down the stretch. Yeah, well, you were talking about that, I know. Or maybe he's just getting old, but that's what I thought. Um, yeah, in the playoffs, week 15, six points. Six points. Can't do nothing with that. Can't do nothing with that. That's going to hurt. Uh, week 13 going into the playoffs, 9.3 points. So, But the body of his season, uh, I probably put him just a little higher, but it's not bad. It's not a bad ranking because I understand where it's coming from. Uh, Jim, you want to comment on Drew Brees and his number 49 ranking? Hey, look, it's the first time since he's been in New Orleans that he didn't eclipse 4,000 yards. Um, you know, I know he's only off by eight, but that's the first time he hasn't done it. And you're right. I mean, down the stretch, he did not look the same. Maybe that injury had something to do with it. We just never heard. Uh, but there definitely were some suspect throws from him down the stretch that we hadn't been seeing him make earlier in the season. So uh, it'd be interesting to see, you know, if he's healthy for next year. Yeah, let me stick right here with you on play number 48, Kenny Galladay. And then uh, give me what your opinion on him too, uh, Ventra. Well, hey, Galladay, we like Galladay. He, he struggled a little bit at first when he became the, the outright number one when Mel Marvin Jones got hurt and they traded Golden Tate away. And he struggled a little bit, but then he came on towards the end and started putting some more games in. Uh, again, there's some other wide receivers that were below him on this list that I think should be above him. 
But, you know, I, I'm not going to fault it. The kid had a good year. I think he's just going to get better. Yeah, I'm with Jim here. Uh, I think he, I, he might have been, should have been a little lower. He's a little inconsistent throughout the year. But, uh, you know, the expectations weren't super, super high uh, like they will be this year. I think Galladay's expectations are going to skyrocket. 70 catches, 120 targets, over 1,000 yards, five touchdowns. Nice, uh, nice, nice second season mm-hmm. for the young man. Player number 47. You're talking about coming on at the right time. Tennessee Titan running back Derrick Henry. For the most part, son was an effing bust. Buster. And then all of a yeah. sudden, when you needed him most, he did this on your bench. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. He mostly did this for people on that bench, even though I did hear of people putting him in because they didn't have a lot of options. But he helped in the playoffs. He had a great uh, five-week stretch at the end. And he had a couple of games uh, in the middle of the season that weren't so bad either because he had touchdowns in him. But when you talk about his yards per carry and his, his whole body of work, it's just not there for me. He should be lower than this. He should be in the bottom 25 of the top 100. All right. Uh, Jim, he makes an excellent, excellent, excellent point there. Hey, he still ended up with 1,000 yards, 12 touchdowns. Crazy. You know, 12 so. touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, so, wow. you know, I, I mean, it, it might all come at the end, but like you said, a lot of people won championships with him, you know, coming out and being big at the end of the season. I know he helped me. I know he hurt me. I'll tell you that. If he, ain't, if he wasn't in best ball, it was a problem. Jim playing number 46, Philadelphia Eagle wide receiver Alshon Jeffrey. All right, mo- most of this was through Nick Foles, not Carson Wentz. Yeah, and uh, another one that should have been a, a lot farther down this list for me because, I, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, outside of a couple of games, he, he was a bust pretty much all season. Um, you know, I, 65 receptions, 843 yards, not – just not what we expected coming into the season for the number one receiver for the Eagles with mm-hmm. Carson Wentz coming back, and everybody expected big things. He never quite lived, lived up to that. He had a couple of decent games down the stretch, but not enough to get this high for me. Yeah, yeah, he had a couple big games, uh, you know, week four, week six, week seven, disappeared, came back again towards the end. Inconsistency, uh, similar to Galladay, but Jeffrey's expectations are higher. He's the number one receiver. To be honest with you, Galladay should probably even be ahead of Jeffrey because of the expectations. Uh, and I just think, listen, his days are numbered. I think his days are numbered. What's going to happen to him? Uh, retirement. Oh, 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 oh. I thought, I thought he was going retirement to I thought you happen. knew a guy. When you said his no, days no. were numbers, I thought you knew a guy. Oh, I wish I could control <laughs> things like that. Yeah, that would be great. But Jeffrey, I think, is, is old. He's getting old, man. Playing number 45, Chris Carson, running back, Seattle Seahawks. Jim at times this year, flash over 1,100 yards and nine touchdowns. Listen, if you caught him, he was good money through bye weeks. Mm. Hey, yeah, he was good, solid running back all year, you know, dealing with the injuries. He's got to stay healthy for a full 16-game season. But he's definitely going to be, you know, highly drafted next year because he looked good when he carried the ball. He he was playing with a chip on his shoulder, and I like this kid. I like him going forward. He's just got to stay a little bit more healthy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think he's someone that deserves to be where he is right here. Uh, Expectations weren't super high, obviously. It was Penny that was expected to do well, and he gave you a lot of good games uh, throughout the season for, for the cheap. You know, you picked him up and basically, well, you drafted him, but you drafted him late. Yeah, if you didn't draft him high, you know what I mean. What do you think of Marlon Mack playing number forty-four, Ventra? Mack, does he deserve to be ahead of my boy? Uh, does he deserve Carson? to be ahead of Derrick Henry? Derrick Henry? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Does he deserve to be ahead of Chris Carson? Uh I don't think so. It's close though. He had a lot of good games in the games he played. 
he did really well. He had a couple of, you know, not-so-good games, but for the most part, when he played, he did extremely well. He had four 100-yard rushing games. Two of them uh, were late in the season. One was Week 17, wasn't the playoffs, though. But he was injured at the beginning of the season, so that's why he's here on the list. I'm okay with the spot on the list for him, though. Jim, one of my ma- ma- mantras in fantasy football is you don't draft Indianapolis Colts running backs because the Colts don't run the football. They don't run the football effectively. It's a waste of time. Marlon Mack proved that theory to be wrong. Mm-hmm. 908 yards, nine touchdowns, also had one uh, receiving touchdown. I didn't pay Mack any attention, but it was weeks when I'm like, well, why is the other team beating me? And I look at their RB2 and it's Marlon Mack, Marlon Mack giving yeah. them double-digit points, Jim. And I'm like, did I miss the ball here? I think Lev Bell is the coach running back next season, but Marlon Mack definitely had a good case to make that uh, to to keep a hand, a hand, a hold of that job. Lev Bell is not going to be running for the Colts next year. It's just not going to happen. I guarantee you, it's not going to happen. That's interesting. Uh, they they're not going to spend the money for him when they got what they got out of for Mack cheap. at a very yeah, cheap, cheap cost. Yep. They're just not going to do it. Their front office is not known for making those kind of splashes. It's not going to happen. Um, so just put that out of your mind. He'll end up somewhere, but it won't be with the Colts. I like Mac. Mac played well when he was on the field. When he came back from week six through the rest of the season, he was averaging over 15 points a game. Uh, you know, and you can't really ask more than that. He, he, he finished strong. He was an RB2 despite missing four out of the first five games, um, you know, and still had a great season. So I like Mac, and there's no way Bell goes there. Uh, do you think that Mac should be ahead of Carson, though? I, I think they're neck and neck. So having them back to back is no no skin off my nose. Right. We're, you know, Carson had a few more yardage, but he played a few more games. Uh, but they were real close together. Both had the same number of uh, rushing touchdowns. So, you know, real close together. I have no problem with that. Mm-hmm. You no, know, uh, player number forty three, venture player. You talked down in the preseason. Uh, Denver Bronco wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders, seventy one catches on ninety eight targets, four touchdowns, eight sixty eight. Did get hurt down the stretch, but hurt one of my teams really. Yeah. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders came through for you. For me, <laughs> I'm just teasing. Well, <laughs> <laughs> listen. What did I say at the beginning? I said, like, listen, this guy's already getting old. I think he it's showing, and then he gets injured at the end of the season. Kind of hurts your fantasy team, and that's probably why he's this low. Because the rest of the season, when he played, he was pretty solid. He was. I mean, he was solid all around, and he was consistent. Uh, but that playoff, you know, being gone for the playoffs, I think that's why he drops here. Uh, I'm okay with it. I'm Jim, okay with 25% it. of the targets before he went down, big year from Sanders. Yeah, look, over the 12 games he played, he averaged 16 and a half points, uh, including four games over 20. You really can't ask for more than that, especially on a team where the, the quarterback play was iffy all year. And they traded away the, the number two option, uh, passing option. And, you know, I, I mean, Cortland did, Sutton did an okay job coming in, and so did Deshaun Hamilton and t- Tim Patrick. But, you know, it, it wasn't the same. But Sanders had a good, solid year, but he wasn't there for the playoffs. Right. Especially uh, where you drafted him. Jim, playing number 42, boy, the ups and downs that we had. But he is back. Andrew Luck, 60, 4,600 passing yards, 39 touchdowns. I think an MVP candidate. Definitely, though, the NFL's comeback player of the year. So you think he's too Yeah, he's going to win comeback player of the year. Had a good season, like I said, 4,600 passing yards, especially when you consider how he started the season playing that ticky-tack, you know, dump-off football. And then he finally started to get, you know, the feeling back in his shoulder and really decide to air it out. So, you know, when you factor in what he did the beginning of the year and how strong he finished the year, uh, he, he just had a monster season, and I had him a little higher. Yeah, I don't see why he's here. I don't see why he's 42. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't. I, um, he was much better than that. Big bounce back season for Luck. Uh, final player, play number 41. My boy. Your boy, Tariq Cohen. Tariq Cohen, um, 
the only part of the Bears offense that when it kind of got clicking and rolling that you can count on week in and week out. Right. He was the only like consistent threat in the passing game uh, for the Bears. And Allen Robinson was not a part of that, believe it or not. So, especially down the stretch, he was consistent uh, throughout the whole year, really. Uh, I think he deserves to be a little higher. He ended up being um, running back number 11. So, he was an RB1 in PPR. What do you think, Jim? Where's he going next year's draft? And what is, what's your prognostications? Well, he's going to go probably in the fourth round again. Look, you're not really getting him to be a rushing back for you. You're getting him right. to be a receiving back. He had 71 receptions, 91 targets, uh, you know, 725 receiving yards, five passing touchdowns, uh, including that really nice, what, 72-yarder mm-hmm. that he took to the house. And, you know, big player, played big games. Uh, you know, people are going to be all over him next year. Mm-hmm. All right, there you go right there, fancy football frenzy. Players number 50 through 41. Sorry to my man, Stephen Mass. Hate to have to leave you on the line, but we had to get through that right there. But definitely give us a call back uh, yeah. tomorrow, and we'll, we'll get you squared away and covered uh, just like that. Once again, thank each and every member of the Goon Squad for hanging out. You come for the advice, but we stay for the friendship. And uh, we're going to be doing this each and every day. You know what I'm saying? And it is what it is. Be here and be here until I, until, I, until I can't take it no more. Yeah. You know and we'll throw some baseball here at you, too. Starting next Monday, get two minutes of venture baseball. Money. <laughs> Jim Day, take us home, big dog.